We want to thank our sponsor, BenderLift. BenderLift is a patient lift device that buckles handles around the patient's torso so firefighters can safely lift patients of any size with ease. The most injury-prone non-fire ground activity a firefighter does is lift a patient. If you're lifting heavy patients, and let's be honest, all of us are, then you're going to want to check out the bender lift so you can avoid getting injured from lifting a patient. Vince, have you ever lifted up a heavy patient or any patient at all? Um, I've blown my back out so many times lifting heavy patients. I can't count the number of times. So something like bender lift is a pretty awesome product, especially if it's going to save me from uh, having to lay up from the job or go to medical or just work the rest of my day in pain. Absolutely, and they'll, they'll let anyone try it out for free. Doesn't matter what your role is within the department. Just sign up for a free field trial on their website, and they'll send you a set of bender lifts to try out for a month or so, absolutely free. We use them in our department, and I recommend you give them a try. Just Google bender lift to watch some videos and sign up for a free trial. Bender lift, the new slogan should be bender lift, save your back, <laughs> save your back. All right. Well, welcome back to Chicago's Bravest Stories. Our guest today is Jason Patton. For you guys who don't know him, he's the guy who uh, you see on all those videos uh, for Fire Department Chronicles. The one thing that I was excited about when I got into the EMS and firefighting career was the thought of brotherhood. Coming together as one unit to always support each other no matter what. And then I came across a wonderful article called Five Reasons Why EMS Doesn't Deserve Higher Pay. So let's find out what happened when Sean woke up on the wrong side of the bed and decided to give the old heave-ho to his brothers and sisters in this wonderfully written article. Number one, we don't deserve anything. We signed up for the job we knew what we were getting into and we understood the pay that we were getting coming in you see the problem is when you're painting this picture you're making it sound like we walked in day one and said hey jim welcome to your first day yeah that's nice listen i'm not getting on that truck unless you give me three dollars more an hour right now but in reality it's the people that have actually put time and effort into their jobs perfecting their craft of being an emt or paramedic showing loyalty to the jobs of the companies that they work for and all they're asking for is a livable wage that'll help combat increases and in things like insurance costs, costs of living, and maybe help them put that thing called, what is it, okay, food on their family's table. Hey, Jason, how's it going? I'm good, man, I'm good. I'm that guy that all of your chiefs go, don't do that. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we put it out, we were, we were trying to get you in the studio the other day, and uh, yeah. things didn't work out, and uh, whatever, next time you make it to Chicago, we'll have you in for sure, but... Uh, we got a ton of response. Nobody knows your real name. You're, how does it feel to be known as the Fire Department Chronicles guy? <laughs> Fine with me, man. <laughs> uh, my name is Jason. Yeah, for everyone. <laughs> but, yeah that, that's pretty much. It's always like, hey, you are uh, the coffee guy. The guy, yeah, yeah, that's me. I, that's who I am, dude. So, I'm And you, so you're also one of a uh, vice president of Fire Department Coffee. Yes, uh, by, or, uh, vice president, uh, co-owner, yeah, fire department coffee. How'd you is, how'd you get involved with that? Um, I know so, the, Lucas, your other your other guy there, right? Yeah, yeah, he's actually a firefighter up in Rockford, about an hour north of you guys, or west, or whatever the hell it is. Um, but uh, we uh, we actually, so whenever hurricanes hit in Florida, they take uh, two out of the three ships, make them both come in, and they stick us all in our in four stations. 
So plus police officers and a bunch of other people. And um, we were going to have 30 guys in one station and our stations are not built for 30 guys. So we, uh, I put this video out about, you know, three and a half years ago now, four years ago. And I said, uh, Cafe Di Stello was what I was holding in my hand. I said, this is the only thing that's going to stop us from murdering each other. And uh, someone sent that to Luke. And Luke was like, hey, man, I'm uh, getting ready to fire up something called Fire Department Coffee. Shipped me a bag of uh, what he had already put together. And uh, I was like, dude, this coffee is really good, man. Like, all right, let's do it, man. And uh, now we are here. So there's the conception around, at least out here in the Midwest, is that you're a Rockford fireman. But... I'm finding out that that's not the case. No, I am actually a South Florida firefighter. And, uh, yeah, Luke is up in uh, Rockford. And then our uh, chief operator, uh, our COO, is also up in um, in Rockford as well. Okay. And you've been a fireman for 12 years, right? 12 years, yeah, paramedic for 14. Oh, okay. So did you, you, you started as a paramedic and – you're working as like a single role paramedic or on a private and then you got on with the municipality. Yeah, I was, uh, I worked, I was a mechanic and a buddy mom was like, yo, try out a EMT school. And I tried it. I was like, wow, this is uh, actually pretty awesome. I like this. And, uh, I ended up getting my medic and then I worked for, uh, AMR and I was there for about two years and thankfully got hired out with the fire department down here. If you're, if you aren't working for a fire department, and then you're working for a private ambulance company doing like, you know, lizard slinging and stuff like that. So, um, you know, there's not, you, there's not a whole, there's some inner facility transport. I got good calls when I was there. I actually got a couple cardiac arrests and, and stuff. So I got to practice my skills, but you know, unless you're on a fire department around here, you're, you're probably not going to be doing any kind of real 911 much fun. Okay. Um, yeah, it's yeah. pretty close to how it is around here too, I would say. Um, so, wow. So the, I'm pretty, pretty long history like getting uh getting on the job and going through yeah. 12 years on how uh during that time how'd you how'd you start up uh how'd you start the whole personality of uh the fire department chronicles so it all started off as is uh it was national geographic fire department edition and we did like uh this whole thing was like you know we're hunting for the battalion chief i had a really crappy accent the best thing was watching people in the comment section it was like people were like i'm from australia that guy's not from australia (laughs) (laughs) he's like you must be from south africa and south africans are like he's definitely not south africa he's definitely not (laughs) so bad so um i fire we did that and it was it was fun like we got a bunch of hits and then uh, you know, a decent amount of views, maybe five, 6,000 views on the videos. And then I put out the natural mating call for paramedics, which is bitching. And, uh, <laughs> the whole, uh, like the whole thing, like that's where I got like 100,000 views in eight hours. I was like, holy crap, this is amazing. And it's just super cool. And um, so put that out and it just had like an, an unbelievable response. I actually shut it down for about a year because we got a new chief. And uh, he was getting his pay raises, and everyone's like, I swear to God, if you screw up these pay raises with your stupid videos, I was like, all right, shut it down. So, don't don't uh, fuck this up for us, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly how that went. Did, uh, did so, you have to get permission but, uh, from your firehouse and your department to do these videos? I know we in Chicago, we have the strictest like social media policy. Uh, everything has to be basically run through the, you know, run past the city for us to do anything. 
Yeah. No, you know, I did it and it was very innocent at first. I mean, it still is innocent. It's, you know, I'll be all PG 13. There's no cursing. I don't, I don't, you know, the, in fact, the political debate video that I just did was probably the most political thing I've ever done. Like I always stay neutral with everything. I don't, I don't crap on people or anything. Um, and if I do, it's mainly myself that I'm crapping on. <laughs> uh, but you know, they, I kind of just did it and it was like, uh, all right, if they tell me to stop, I'll stop. And in fact, at one point in time, my chief who's not there anymore, I ended up uh, going to a bigger department being chief there. But, you know, he came up to me and he was like, hey, look, here's the deal. He's like, not a lot of people think what you're doing is funny, but I actually like it. So he's like, you know, he goes, I got a rule. I got, I got three rules for you, man. He goes, don't do anything stupid, like while you're on shift. Don't have the department logo in any of this. And if you get fired, you did this to yourself. I'm like, all right, deal. <laughs> like, we're good. Fair uh, well, what are the uh, three, man? <laughs> <laughs> any uh, any pushback from the old timers? You know, when I first put it out, I got some pushback. Uh, but everyone there was just so, the only pushback I ever got was like, please don't have me in any of your videos. Like, just leave me out. You know, I don't want to be involved, that kind of thing. And I was like, I, I totally get it. Um, and then, um, I got some pushback from the community, but you know, it was, I just found that it was like a select amount of trolls. They wanted to like voice their, their opinion, which is fine, whatever. Um, but for the most part, nah, man, people, people really enjoy it. Again, I, I try not to, to, to like shit on people. I try not to be disrespectful. I just try to make good humor that people genuinely want to relate to, you know? Yeah, absolutely. The, and, and like, from all the videos that I've seen, like that's you know not to say, not to not to you know go after you, but like they're all they're all jokes that we've made about each other. But it's nice that it's oh. like it's gotten getting being brought to light that you know again like when I when I call you know Steve a lazy fireman or somebody calls me <laughs> an idiot you know idiot suburb guy like there are, these these are just jokes that we have, but like you make it out there and what well, you're it's speaking awesome. the unspoken. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, there's, a, well, there's an I, ounce you know, of truth in it. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, and I, I'm actually, it's funny you say, I'm putting together a video right now about Firehouse Frank. And just, you know, like, I like I, that, that's our way of saying I love you. You know, that's, that's like, you know, that's the only way that we know how to say it is through messing with each other and stuff like that. And, you know, and, and you know, at one point in time, I did that video about the first responder brain and how, like, we're, we're incapable of saying, like, hey, Mike, how was your day? It's like, you come on, shift, you're like, what's up, you piece of shit? I'm like, hey, that's you, bro. That's yeah, the way we do it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of our, uh, uh, that's kind of my thing every, every time we have a guest. I always ask about the brains. We've had some solid ones. I'll try and, we'll try and uh, remember to send you over a couple of, a uh, couple of the silly ones that we had. Again, I'm not sure if the PG-13 thing's going to work. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, some rock solid ones that we've hit. So, leading into the prank thing, um, we're gonna hit this early, huh? Yeah. yeah okay, let's do, let's do it. Because I'm remembering well, this time. I just want to, you know, confess that I messed up this whole day of this podcast because I am not smart enough to figure out the time zones. So that's on me, Jason. I apologize 100. percent And he, you know, Jason sends me a text message. I'm like, oh man, what's going on? Is he? Are we going to cancel this or what? He's like, yeah, you, you know, what happened? You're two hours behind. I'm like, are you sure I'm not an hour ahead? And 
Oh, yeah. Jesus. I, like how, I like how he asked if you were okay, too. Like, hey, are you okay? Oh, what a no, gentleman. He doesn't even know you, and he's, like, generally concerned what about you. What a gentleman this yeah. guy is. <laughs> Wait till your video comes out, Vince. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, so what you got, I, I Jay? Anything good you, you've been a part of? or? So, like... I mean, some of the best pranks that I that I've, I've seen happen, or uh, yeah, I'm not gonna say I was involved with, but um, one of them was the uh, taking uh, Saran wrap and putting it on the out of like the captains or battalion chiefs. Uh, you take the Saran wrap and you put it at head level, and uh, <laughs> it's two o'clock in the morning, you know, you, you throw a tone up and they come running out for like structure fire and just a faithful Saran wrap. That was always funny, um, and then. Um, one of the, I was not a part of this, but this was the funniest one I've ever heard. And I was sitting there watching this, the, the captain tell the story and the driver engineer that he did it to was just so pissed. And he goes, he goes, yeah, this, this guy comes in every day, every day. He, when he takes a shit, it's like an emergency. So he like runs <laughs> into the bathroom and takes a shit, but it's an emergency every time. He's blowing diarrhea out of his butthole. So he, uh, it sounds like so Steve. He, <laughs> <laughs> So he goes, so he goes, one day I take Pam and I spray the whole toilet seat. So he comes flying around the corner, plops down, goes flying off the side of the toilet seat, and he's stuck in between the, the stall wall and the toilet. The best screen the best screams I've ever heard in the firehouse have come from the toilet. I gotta say <laughs> it's a general rule. Anytime I'm hearing someone scream from the toilet. Sometimes the, that's usually the best pranks are around the toilet oh, also. For sure. So. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's awesome. See, yeah. I knew this was gonna be a solid one. There you go. <laughs> this this is the guy that uh should be bringing it with these uh pranks. You would think that that Jason, you would be the prankster of the firehouse. I'm just so like I love pranking people. I love messing with guys and stuff like that. It's like it, it's just so hard these days because you know, like there's that, there's always that dude. There's always that dude <laughs> that goes too far, and now he's got a freaking SOP in his name or something like that, or some kind of rule in the rule book because you know he just he just happened to go too far. So yeah, yeah that's, we, that's we, totally we me. These- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I stabbed him. How funny is that? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's funny you you mentioned you know uh, playing pranks on people because we had uh, Chief Tracy Kenny who was you know, one of the first chiefs in this whole area, like across the country, she was still in an elite group of female chiefs. And when she came on as a female firefighter in that area, she was one of the first. And she wanted, she was saying that she wanted guys to flower her pillow and she wanted to be part of that group. Mm -hmm. And having a joke played on you is kind of like an acceptance into your shift and into your group. So when, you know, it's when people don't play jokes on you and stuff like that, that you got to kind of wonder about it. You got to worry about. Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird. You know, like, cause like the standard ones that I always see that I love is like the, the probie, you know, probie got two, three shifts on, man. He's just excited for a call. Wait till he takes a shower, you know, throw the fake tones up, get him to run out. They get the structure fire. He's like in his underwear with a towel wrapped around him. Like, yeah. you know, those like, but those, those are the, I truly believe that's, that's a part of the brotherhood. That's a part of like, you know, messing with the guys, you know, get, bringing them in. And I was kind of the same way when I came on, there wasn't a whole lot of that. And it was very limited. You know, the, the guys weren't really doing stuff to each other anymore. 
And I mean, I agree. I believe it's a part of what we do. I mean, we say brothers. This is what you do to your actual physical brothers, you know, like, you know, your DNA brothers. So, you know, we, we should definitely want to do it to each other and, and it should be carried on forever as long as people don't do the stupid stuff that like you get fired or arrested for that kind of thing. So, so nobody really messed with you as a candidate or a probie. What do you guys call yourselves in South Florida? Probies. Yeah. Probies. Probies. Yeah. Well, I don't, do you guys, you guys, they can get hired straight off the street. Can, can they do that with you guys or do they have yeah, to have no, they, they, they can, come? they can come in and take the city will offer a test. You score on that mm-hmm. test and then bring in most yeah. like, a, especially right now with, uh, the academies that we've had in the last couple of years, the majority of the people that are going into uh, the academy are coming off of like working at Home Depot. They're electricians. They're, wow. you know, um, yeah. the, the, on the fire side, on the fire side. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And, and uh, up here in, in um, Chicago, well, at least in Chicago, um, on the EMS side, you have to be a paramedic before you get hired as a paramedic. Hey, by the way, what, so what's your name? Uh, Deep voice guy. Oh, that's Corey. Oh, that's Corey. Yeah. Corey, bro, if you could call me and wake me up every morning, I mean, your voice is just like just beautiful. Like, hey, Jay, it's time to get up, brother. I'll tell you what. I I'll record a message for you if you want. <laughs> I mean, man, you, you were talking about your videos, videos flying around. I mean, I, I got some. I got some videos I could find. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, you have it My easy. You're in South Florida. I got to look this guy in the yeah. eye as he's talking to you. <laughs> oh, My big. girlfriend would be like, who is that dude? Why oh. do you keep calling us? <laughs> I'm a big eye contact guy, too. It's, it gets real weird. Right? <laughs> um, so so you're going along. So you, you get picked up in uh, in South Florida, and yep. you're on um, coming in up through probation. How was How was that process down there? You know, it was good. So my department has actually morphed over the last 12 years into, I mean, we've always been a good department. I, my department runs a lot of traumas, a lot of shooting, uh, a good amount of structure fires and fires for, for South Florida. Everything in South Florida, because of the hurricanes, is like the, the fire, the building codes are ridiculous. You know, everything's CBS structure, everything is sprinkled. So, you know, the chance of catching a lot of jobs is, is not really high, but um, my area just happens to be where we get a good, a good amount of stuff. So what, what you know, are the busier from, areas in the, in the yeah, one of the, yeah. And, but for us, like I got a call from the chief said, Hey, we're giving you the job, uh, show up on this day with enough food for 24 hours and your uniform. Like that was it. And then I came on and then they kind of trained you said me as food I went or booze for 24 hours. So, oh no. Well, yeah, both. No. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but show up for food with your food and then you go from there. So there's no okay. training academy. There's nothing like that. There is now somewhere between a four to 12 week uh, training academy, depending on the size of the class. Um, but yeah, I mean, you just kind of learned as you, as you went on the job, they had a probie, a probie list, a probie checkoff book, that kind of thing. Oh, really? So no like formal fire academy, just training. No. And you, no. you guys don't cook together. You guys bring your own food. No, 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 we cook together. It depends on the shift, but for the most part, you know, that we, actually gained a lot more traditions over the over the last 12 years just because you got people like you got people coming on that are like no we we want to eat together we want to do this so um yeah mo- for the most part the proby cooks or the driver cooks that kind of thing oh really you have the proby cook yeah interesting Ooh, uh what's a, what's yeah. your what's your food club a day what do you guys all kick in so we don't uh that that's and that's another thing so it just depends on the meal like uh, whatever they're cooking they just tell us what it is for the day i know a lot of people pull kitties 
Um, you know, you walk in, it's 12 bucks or, uh, one of my buddies, it's $20 a day or $15 a day when you walk in, but that covers breakfast and dinner. Um, and then, you know, a little bit goes to the, to the kitty for coffee and stuff like that for us. Uh, they all ask me for free coffee. That's, uh, <laughs> Absolutely. That's the first thing they do. <laughs> and, you give like, it, and you hey. give it to them, right? For having to deal with you? Yeah, I mean, I try to, <laughs> but they're like, hey, get the, this is the one guy I'm going to punch him in the face. He goes, he goes, man, you own a, you own a, a, a coffee company. You should be giving us free coffee. And I was like, all right, you know what? I'll give every, I'll give every station uh, free coffee. And he goes, all right. You uh, you gonna give us creamer too? Fuck you, man! <laughs> That's that is just every every fireman. Like, listen, yeah. man, like this coffee's good, but like, don't you make like a yeah. dark roast or something? <laughs> if it's, if yeah. it's free, it's for me. I'll take three. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, God. exactly. Man. Never. I'll tell yeah. you. You go across the country. Every, every department's the same. What they say? Uh, same uh, same uh, circus, different clowns. Yeah, hundred percent. What do you think? South Florida 100%. was going to be different, right? Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it doesn't so, matter where you go. It's all so you're coming up, uh, getting out of getting done with probation. Uh, so the setup out there by you guys? Do you guys uh, like start off on an ambulance? Do you kind of float around in different assignments? Or what, how do what do you, you have in your house, Jason? Truck, ambo, so, engine. It depends on the it depends on the station. We run um, uh, an ambulance. We call them rescues down here. I know that's like a sin in uh, in like New York, Chicago, that kind of thing. Um, but uh, we, so we got our ambulance or a rescue, and then and then one engine, and then in, uh, one of our other um, uh, our main station. We have an aerial, uh, a seventy foot aerial uh, platform, and then um, uh, the ambulance of and then a battalion chief as well. Nice. Yeah, so relatively, we're we're a smaller department, eighty guys, four stations. Um, so, but you know, I mean, we definitely we've uh, gotten some good calls over the years, with some good training, what we call it. Well, in your twelve years, uh, what was? Do you remember your first fire? Um, I don't remember my first fire. I do remember, like, I, I do. There's like specific calls, like specific fires that pop off in my head. Um. One of them was we go for a structure fire uh, and legitimately right down the street. So we come out to uh, structure fire. As we pull out of station, we can see the smoke two in the morning, but we can see the smoke. We're like, Oh crap. So you smoke a flames. We pull up smoke flames blowing out the, the, you know, every, uh, uh, every orifice, everything. So as we're pulling, as I'm pulling the line, I look up and there's a car in the house. I'm like, Hmm. This is weird. It's an odd place for <laughs> so, a car. <laughs> yeah, really, really weird. Like right in the living room. So, so I pull each three quarter or pre-connect it, and I go up, and uh, there's two kids, probably fourteen and fifteen years old, just sitting on the sidewalk. And uh, after we put the fire out, we we uh, we come out, and the mom is pulling up, and she's apparently these two kids borrowed the car at two in the morning and drove it through somebody's house on accident. Uh. And uh, set the whole house on fire. It was a crap show. So, but it was um, it was my first one, man. These, these things <laughs> happen. One. These things, yeah. Happen. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I I remember my first like like major medical call was we got called for a an impaled uh, object. We pull up. This guy was on his roof. He falls off of the roof onto a lightning rod, and the lightning rod goes through his back. So he's on all fours. Staring at the ground with this like legitimate six foot lightning rod sticking out of his back, and there's a police officer holding it, 
and he's about three seconds from passing out. And he just looked at us and he's like, it's just, it makes it doesn't make them feel better. Can we get a second ambulance? <laughs> what, are you, yeah. what are you guys waiting for? I'm checking the weather report. Go ahead. Good. No, I was going to say here, here, essentially, if you want to get hired on at a fire department, you're going to be a paramedic. So minimum of a paramedic, you're going to be hired on with the fire department. Um, so most people, what they do is they ride about six months on the engines or suppression units, and then they will uh, transfer over to the ambulance, the rescues, and they do their probationary, um, uh, anything to do with uh, becoming a medic. Uh, the preceptorship is what we call it. So they do the preceptorship once they're signed off, then they're most likely going to live the next five years on an ambulance, and then every once in a while, go, get to ride backwards or go on a suppression unit. Wow, that's, that's very different than what we're used to up here. <laughs> Yeah. Very so yeah. <laughs> you start on an engine or a truck, and then mm-hmm. you work. You have to work your way to the ambulance. <laughs> you yeah, very well, different. If you want more, <laughs> yeah. Well, if you want more money, you will. It's a ten thousand dollar pay increase. Oh, I think everybody yeah. would want to be a paramedic. Then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that's yeah. the problem, Vince. That might be the problem. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, Jason, I know that you just got involved with. Um, a program that we've kind of pushed to about uh, first responders, mental health. And mm-hmm. I know, uh, why don't you tell us about that uh, group that you just uh, partnered up with? Yeah. Yeah. So um, a uh, big thing, you know, a lot of guys would always say that the videos help them with some mental health stuff. And they would ask me like, Hey, but you know, I need to go somewhere. Like, what can I do? And the biggest issue I had was trying to find you know, people that I could trust to send my brothers and sisters to. So, uh, family treatment centers, I ended up, uh, vetting them, working with them for about a year before I decided to, you know, quote unquote, sign off on them. And, uh, what's cool about them, one of the big reasons that I decided to work with them, they're very good at what they do. They're experts at it. They have 12 facilities across the United States. They should have 14 here in the next, uh, year or so. We're about to open up a, or they're about to open up a uh, ranch that's located in Texas. It's a literal ranch. Um, but what's great about them is instead of doing the, you know, bells and whistles, you pull into the treatment center. There's a guy with a fire engine spraying you with the hose, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> uh, they invested a little more money into understanding specific tre- uh, treatment modalities. They understand you know, hey, these things work for first responders, so let's use them, uh, let's use this on them. And they invest more money to making sure that, the, you know, the staff is trained properly. And it's not just about like, hey, you're a first responder, let's give you the, you know, the, the show and not actually treat you the way that you need to be treated. So that was a big reason why I wanted to work with them. And they've, they've been great. Well, I, I don't, you know, we can, uh, we don't have to talk about this, but in one of your videos, you you mm-hmm. talk about you had a um, an issue during your career. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that something you yeah. want to talk about? Um, yeah, yeah, you know, maybe yeah. kind of no, push this forward a little bit. Yeah, look, the, the purpose of, of all of this, the purpose of when I did that video about myself, the purpose of mental health in general, and now I'm thankfully getting to travel to different departments and different, you know, uh, presentations and, and symposiums and everything. I get to talk about what I went through. That's the purpose of all this is because people are so obsessed 
with the thought that like if you talk about your feelings you're a pussy man and it's like i don't think that's the way that works so i'm just throwing that out there so um you know yeah i i had issues man i i uh my I was having issues in my own personal life and they were seeming to lead into me being a first responder and it was affecting me as a first responder because I was, I could not get myself out of a depression. And, you know, sometimes we don't know what happens, but it happens. So I was in such a bad depression and, and such a bad like rut that I, I truly was suicidal. I um, remember I was laying on the floor of, I would wake up every day and it was, it was, it was groundhog. It was groundhog day every day. I was just the same thoughts over. If you just kill yourself, it'll get better. If you just kill yourself, it'll get better. And then I was laying on the ground of the gym. Uh, I just finished a workout where you think I'd be happy. And I like imagined putting a gun in my mouth, pulling the trigger, blowing the back of my head off. And I actually felt relief. I was like, Oh, that would feel so much better. And then that's when I was like, you know what? I think it's time to go do something. So I went to a therapist, I got treatment, and I was able to get out of that rut, and I've been fine ever since. And then if I have issues, then I, you know, do a little maintenance dose of uh, of therapy or, or, you know, work with the things that they've given me. But the biggest thing is, man, is that I wasn't afraid to tell people about it. But I will tell you, when I was putting that video out, legitimately, the first thought in my head, like, as I was getting ready to hit that send button or that post button, I was like, man, are people going to judge me for this? Like, fuck that. Hit it. The more that we normalize just talking about what goes on in our heads, whether it's good or bad, the more the subject will become completely uh, moot and no one will even refer to it anymore. It'll just be a normal thing that if you need help, you get it. And if you need to talk, you do it. And people don't judge you because everyone's doing it. Well, I mean, that's amazing that you actually found help when you needed it. And, mm -hmm. you know, you you reached out to somebody, you, you know, you went to the therapist but mm -hmm. I think we're putting a good dent in the, the stigma that if you need help, you're weak. Um, it, yeah. I kind of, you know, heard the, the metaphor that, you know, if I break my leg, you know, yeah. somebody's not going to tell me to walk it off because I'm being a pussy. I go uh -huh. and I'll see a doctor. They'll put me in a cast. I'll have therapy and, you know, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll work it out. And I think mental health should be viewed as the same way. Like you're injured, you're hurt. Yeah. You know, yeah. You're injured. And you know what? A lot of people, it's, it's, it's because, you know, anything you can't physiologically see, you can't physically see it. Oh, that's bruising. It's, it's angulated. Oh, that's definitely a broken leg. You should get that looked at, you know, but because we can't quote unquote, see the damage that's done in the brain or, or whatever's going on, um, you know, with hormones, so on and so forth, then you're weak or you're, you're, that's, you know, and it doesn't make sense. That's like telling someone whose pancreas stops working and they get diabetes that they're weak. <laughs> that they're, like, they're pussy because they oh, got diabetes. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Who has that kind of pancreas, bro? You can't handle the sugar? Like, what? <laughs> well, I, you know? I mean, I, there's all your viewers that would be more than surprised that a guy like you, especially watching your videos, that at any time you were depressed. <laughs> that comes as a shock yeah. to me. The, the man who laughs, Vince. The man who laughs. <laughs> Who's crying laughs. inside? Is that what you're trying to say? It's, it's, but again, it's incredible. It's incredible to, to hear, like Vince was saying, it's incredible to hear that you had the strength to um, to to put that out to other people. Because it's one thing to, to, to realize in yourself that, like, hey, I've got a problem. I should really talk to someone. But 
being, yeah. you know, I, not to put you, not to put you up there, but being yeah. as relatively famous as you are, like to, to put yourself out there and be like, Hey man, like I was dealing with this problem and me dealing with this problem means that there's at least a couple other people that might benefit from knowing that, that you're not alone and you having the strength to put that out there is pretty, pretty noble yourself, pal. No, I appreciate, I appreciate that because <clears throat> that's, again, that's, that's what it, that's what all of this is about, uh, is about is, you know, famous or not. I mean, look at Robin Williams, best example of that, you know, um, you know, like people who you think may be the strongest or whatever, sometimes they just need help. Cause I think that's it. It's like everyone expects life in general to be this, like this linear thing where you just, you're born, then you go to school and you're cool, then you make money and then hey, you're retired and everything's great. But that's not true. In fact, it, 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 we all know people, or if you've ever met somebody who has had a very cush life, who has had zero like bad things that have ever happened to them, they're not good people. They suck to be around because they don't have like perspective of anything. So, you know, just understanding that, hey, we all have our lulls. If you just if you just talk about it, learn from it, and then move on, the next time you hit that lull, you know, it's going to be a lot better. We've all experienced it with calls, man. The first structure fire you went on, you were probably losing your fucking mind, bro. Like, you just wanted to get in there and spray shit, you know? Like, spray, spray everything. Uh, but, you know, when you, the second and third and fourth and fifth, you you probably approached it at a, a much more calm and, and logistical matter, you know, that you actually looked at it properly. So that's the kind of the way we need to approach this. Well, the, the number, that number for the uh, Banyan, uh, is that something, a number that anybody can call? Is that like a helpline? Yes. Yes. So we have, um, we have a 1-800 helpline. They can look at Vanian treatment centers and then I have a 1-800 number that I forget. Every well, I, I have the in. number here. It's an 888-926-4174. Good thing one of us came to, came to this prepared. Yes. That's it. <laughs> well, hold on I had a second. Two, I had hold two extra hours to prepare because I messed it up. Don't give him any credit for anything. <laughs> So I'll give that number out again, 888-926-4174. That's the helpline, or you yeah. could look it up at, um, what's the website, Jay? So so you can just go to uh, com. But what's great about that number is if you call that, that number is attached to me. So when they call, they notify me. Hey, you know, Jim, Jim from Illinois called. He's, he's looking for help, and now I'm attached to that that person. And I make sure, you know, 99% of the time I call them and, and I call them personally, hey, what, what's, what's going on? What can I help you with? And, you know, and I make sure that every step of the process that they're good to go and they're taken care of. Wow, man. I mean, I don't think there's a better example of putting your money where your mouth is. You know, if somebody is needing help that the Fire Department Chronicle guy, he's going <laughs> to reach out to them and like, you know, it, it, yeah. it, at least they, there's some... Um, they already have some level of knowledge about you, you know? Um, mm -hmm. So, I, I mean, that, I think that's cool as hell. I appreciate it, brother. I appreciate it, man. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? Like, let's, uh, I mean, we, you know, you didn't, you guys have your, your in-house basically academy and you're, you're being brought up by the guys you're going to eventually be working with anyway. So that's kind of a unique thing. Um, yeah. You, you're still with the same guys who brought you up? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm working with the same guys. Um, you know, and it, it was just, it was fun 
I love, I just, I love firefighting. I, I've loved everything about it. It's been so cool. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's just the three o'clock, you know, 3 a.m. Topain call. No one wants anything to do with that. Um, but, you know, it's, it, I just, it's the different personalities, the different everything that I've always loved about it. So yeah, I came up with the same guys. The guy that actually trained me ended up getting fired. He was a psychopath. Uh, <laughs> may explain why I am who I am today. The apple but, doesn't uh, fall far from the tree, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, first first day, this guy walks me and they're like, "Hey, this is uh, Dave. He's gonna train you." I'm like, "Oh, hey, how are you?" He's like, "Hey, come here." I look. This is the trash. You take this out every morning. All right. Uh, the ice bucket. You fill this every single morning. Make sure you mop the floors, and then he opens up the. Uh, the uh, refrigerator door and he goes, Can you see this ketchup? It's my fucking ketchup. Don't touch it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so how much of that ketchup did you wind up using? Oh my God, man. I think it. I just went, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I showered in it. <laughs> I just sent him videos when he got fired. <laughs> well, some of the videos are the, the guys that you have in the video. Are those guys from your firehouse? Or you do you, yeah. have, you you ever have actors or these got to be your guys right? No, there's if they're in the videos, they're most especially if they're at the station. Then they're yeah, ninety nine percent of the time it's, it's uh, my guys. I, we've only hired I think we've hired two actors the entire time I've been doing these, and those were for fire department coffee videos. Um, but yeah, most of the time it's it's you know real guys or, or girls, and they're all hanging out and doing the videos and they, they appreciate it most of the time. I end up having to play all the parts at one point in time because it is really difficult to ask someone to do the same thing 12 times so they can get it right. <laughs> Cause they're like, screw you. I'm going to lay down. on them. Like, all right, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it, yeah it's, most of the time it's, it's real people doing it. Well, um, did you ever consider having your own podcast? I did. I talked about that with some friends with fire department with, with uh, my buddy Luke, where I was like, Hey, I think I'm going to do a podcast. And then, you know, you, it's like people like you guys who just do such a good job with this, you know, and, and oh, having a pod- <laughs> <laughs> with smooth, silky, deep voices and no understanding of time zones. Uh, so, the pitch is raising uh, <laughs> everything you say. <laughs> He's obviously talking about me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, no, you know, there's a lot of work that goes into this. A lot of people think you just fire up a podcast and, and you know, that's it. You got guests flying in and everything's great. But that, that's and there's Vince a lot thinks. of time. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's like four o'clock, no, seven o'clock. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> but um, no, it's it just, it, it, it's something that um, I think a lot of people are already doing an incredible job. Um, and I just don't. I wouldn't have the time and I wouldn't be able to do it right. And, and I wouldn't want to take away from what everyone else is doing. Yeah, so and we don't need you. We videos. don't need you screwing up that coffee. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, <I> know. <laughs> exactly. So what, what's, uh, what, what do we have uh, in the future of fire department coffee? What are we expecting in the future? What are we expecting with, uh, fire department chronicles? We got some cool videos coming out. Um, I'm actually, I'm working on that, the prank video right now. That one's going to be, uh, fun to put together. And, um, I have a Halloween video that I want to do. It's, uh, it's like what Halloween parties are going to look like in 2020, which you guys can imagine what it's going to be like, so, uh, and individually wrapped M&Ms, you know, that kind of thing. So, oh, nice. um, but, uh, yeah, coffee, coffee, we're just, uh, we're just accelerating, man. We're, we're still enjoying our partnership right now with Stipe Miocic. 
Um, and uh, the MMA guy. Was, what a yeah, par- what MMA. a partnership there! I'll tell you. Uh, you're yeah. you're partnering up with him for for coffee. Partnered. Oh, you partnered. Yeah, we already. Yeah, so we um so we partnered with him. We made our extra caffeine, our high caffeine coffee with him, uh, which is very very cool. It's got the caffeine. Um, it's about six to seven cups of coffee, or six to seven uh, cups of caffeine. Uh, levels um, in in each cup, so it's really really fun. What, I'm yeah. in a man. what do you call what do you call that coffee? It's just called crack. Uh, <laughs> you need a lighter. You need a lighter. <laughs> <to sip it. laughs> one sip will blow your butthole out. That's the because when you see him fight, like he's like not very animated, and so, so if something's gonna fire him up, I want some of that. <laughs> I watched him fight man so it's funny we so we partnered with him to create you know our extra caffeine or high caffeine coffee and then we just happened to uh partner up with uh proper 12 conor mcgregor's oh, uh conor mcgregor's people we partnered up with them to do an irish whiskey uh coffee for um for uh, national coffee day well so we're big whiskey really guys cool. jason <laughs> big whiskey guys <laughs> We should yeah, have so, fire department whiskey. Huh? Mm, what do you think about that? Mm, I think that sounds Jason, like a I very think we have a new startup. partnership. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Signed, signed yeah. deal. We're sending you the paperwork. Fire department coffee <laughs> if, or uh, whiskey. If it was only that easy, we would probably do it. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, man, we're just you know we're just enjoying we're enjoying what we're doing. The great thing that I love about fire department coffee and what we did when we first formed all this. You know, I said to Luke, I said, man, you know, I want to give back because a lot, you know, I, I hate charities. I just do. And and not because I don't like giving back, but because with a lot of charities, you hand them a hundred dollars and $90 goes to administrative fees and paying people, you know, and, and booster funds and all that stuff. And $10 goes to the actual person. So, um, we formed the fire department coffee charitable foundation. So 10% of all of our net proceeds go back to <clears throat> sick and injured first responders. And two months ago, we, we are three months ago, um, you know, we decided to, you know, lay things down and, and, and do it the best way that we probably could. Because before we were just donating money to this person, that person. So now what we do is we find a benevolent fund or, or, uh, or another charity like Find a Charity, and we're donating to at least two of those a month, somewhere between 500 to to $1,000. So at least $2,000 a month, uh, we're donating back to trying to help our brothers and sisters out. Um, how do you get, how do you guys decide on like what, uh, group you're going to send that money to? Whoever is the most attractive. Um, <laughs> that's what it comes down to. That's fair. Well, well, uh, well, fair sure. enough. Then we're definitely getting money. <laughs> then that Oof. check is headed this way quick. Corey, say something sexy to the man. Jay, yeah, I'm yeah, so happy you came out. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we could work uh, something out for our Ignite the Spirit. Maybe we can get some money sent out to uh, um, our charity here, uh, Ignite the Spirit, for um, uh, the, the same. It's the same cause. Yeah. Um, so maybe, you know, uh, when we uh, get off uh, the microphones here, maybe we can get something going for uh, Ignite the Spirit. Yeah. And then for anyone else, what we tell, so what you do is you go to firedepartmentcoffee.com, so firedeptcoffee.com or Google us. When you go on the site, you'll see charity. Click charity, and there's a form that you fill out. Fill out the form. Uh, once you're done, it'll send it to us, and then we go through them and we figure out, 
um, who is uh, the best to give the money to. We like to go with benevolent funds and and physical standing charities, um, just because you know I don't mind putting a thousand dollars in a dude's hand. Uh, we just want to make sure that it's you know going to the right, to the right place, place for sure. Yeah, that's awesome, Jay. Yeah. That's awesome, Jay. Thank Thanks, you man. so much for for talking to us today. Um, hey, what size T-shirt are you? I am an extra large fatty. Oh, uh, you, know, you know what? We I also I when we were gonna have you in, I when I initially talked to you, I was at my firehouse and the guys on ambulance eighty at one hundred seven's house got you a hoodie. And uh, so we're going to ship that out, too. But they're like, he can have it, but you have to mention our name and let him know that <laughs> the guys from Ambulance 80 on the second shift got him this hoodie. So they, uh, I think uh, I've paid my dues on that, and uh, the rest is on you, buddy. I <laughs> uh, appreciate it, brother. I definitely appreciate it, man. <laughs> so thank you so much for your time. And, you know, when you make your way to Chicago, will you promise to come in here in studio? Yes, I will. I will make sure that when I land in Chicago, I will, I will, I will block out a couple hours or three or four hours. I'll come chill out with you guys. Yeah, and drink a if beer. you get in the and right talk. time zone with us, we can make this happen. <laughs> no problem. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. But we'll get you in the studio. We'll have a beer with you. I think that would be amazing. And uh, we have our lawyer here, so that was a legal agreement that uh, we all heard. It's binding. <laughs> so, thank you, Jason. We appreciate it. Uh, the Banyan um, 888-926-4174. BanyanTreatmentCenter.com. Did I get that right? Yeah. Okay. BanyanTreatmentCenter.com. Yep. Okay. And, uh, Appreciate it. you know, um, keep uh, everybody who's listening, keep watching those uh, fire department chronicles. Um, you know, now you have a, a name to the face that yeah. <laughs> everybody's been, when we put it up on our thing, everybody's like, yeah, I know that guy. Oh my God. You know? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, thank you. And uh, I'm glad we got to talk to you and uh, let people know a little bit about you. Um, especially since everybody's been watching those videos. And I especially like the too. video that you did uh, bashing that oh, uh, one article saying that um, EMS uh, doesn't deserve to be paid. Yeah, like, and, and the worst part is that guy's still in EMS. He's, I'm not going to say where, but he's, he's like a clinical director of a college. Well, that's, that's, why, that's why he can say comments <laughs> like that because he's not yeah. out there working. So if, yeah. he, if he spent one day on, you know, on an ambulance, he would not have that. Totally agree. <laughs> so thank you again, buddy. We appreciate it. We'll see you when you come into Chicago. Sounds great, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, everybody, for listening to Chicago's Bravest Stories. Uh, don't forget to visit our website, www.chicagosbravestories.com, www.chicagosbravest.com. Uh, go ahead visit the podcast shop uh, so you can pick up some merchandise from us, uh, support the podcast so we can keep bringing it to you free of charge, 100% free of charge. That's www.chicagosbravest.com. This has been a Fire and Iron Media production. You have something to say, people want to listen. How is that, Daddy? The opinions and views are that of Chicago's Bravest Stories and their guests. They do not necessarily reflect the views of any municipal governments, fire protection districts, fire departments, EMS, or law enforcement organizations.